Our dream is that we would have a million people in Kansas City engaging in the Word of God and not just in not just reading it, but like letting it transform their lives, right? We want it to trans transformation is what we're looking for. Just living out that message. And then um, we have an, another goal of 10,000 people uh, strategically praying for our city. So like that's part of our networking. How can we find out who's praying all over the city? How can we come together and pray for our city? And then when it comes to Saturate KC um, and, and the, net, the networks, that goal is to have 10,000 followers of Jesus that are living on mission, just like it talks about in Jeremiah 29. And what does this yep. include? It's, it's health professionals, counselors, educators, pastors, ministry leaders, those who work in the marketplace, organizations who help others in need, um, musicians, all these people all around our city who are, you know, they're coming to church on Sunday and then they're getting out there in the world and they're living out their missional calling where they live and where they work and where they play. And so as we started to think about this, that's how these networks began to develop. Well, hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Calvary Conversations. I'll be your host this week, Joshua Paxton, director of the Burnham Center for Global Engagement here at Calvary University. And with me today is no stranger to Calvary, uh, Karen Blankenship. And so Karen is a speaker and author. She has been involved in education both nationally and internationally for over 35 years as an advocate for citizen involvement in government, she has served the community both as a volunteer and an elected city official. What office, Karen? I was an alderman in the city of Belton for several years. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Karen and her husband, Dan, have been married 42 years and have three wonderful kids, a daughter-in-law and a son-in-law. She has four perfect grandchildren. Uh, Lincoln, Allie, Noah, and Jackson, Karen and Dan co-founded a ministry called Philemon International that has provided hospitality for missionaries in their 120-year-old Victorian home. Karen currently serves as program director for the Sending Project and is a regional speaker and speaker trainer for Stonecroft Ministries. She has been an adjunct music education professor right here at Calvary and has co-authored a book titled Scars, Life Hurts, God Heals. Her most recent books include What No One Ever Told Me, Eight Incredible Things I Discovered About Women and Leadership, and Life Change Happens Here. She loves spending time with her family, traveling, and enjoying her summers at the lake. Karen, welcome. Glad to Thank have you, you with so us. Much. It's my pleasure. I'm glad to be here. So, all right. So, uh, so Karen and I have been collaborating on one of the networks with the Sending Project, the, the KC Educators Missional Network. I hope I got that name right. And so today we want to take the next 20 or so minutes to zero in on some of the networking aspects of the Sending Project. I've been, I have enjoyed being involved with them. I, I've been in uh, around the sending project for I don't know eight nine years now and different doing different things and so several of their networks the educators network the global leaders missional network is another one I've been involved with and I I feel like it would it you know it would not be inaccurate to describe the sending project as a network of networks 
Oh, uh, and it's fantastic bringing everybody together and and collaborating on on projects and ministries around Kansas City. So, so Karen, uh, tell us some more about the Sending Project, about some of these networks, what they are, and what they do. Okay, well, thank you so much, Josh. Um, well, first of all, the Sending Project, our our mission is to build. Um, awareness, community, and collaboration among the citywide body of Christ. Our, our dream is to connect the body of Christ together around Jesus and his mission. So if we're more strategically working together, we can get more done. And uh, that's one of the things I love about the Sending Project. There are so many great, great churches and great ministries and people who love Jesus in our city. And it's like, how can we work together as the body of Christ in order to impact and advance God's kingdom here in Kansas City. And so in the midst of that, um, you know, Saturate KC, the way that we got started was um, we began to think about what would it happen, what would happen in Kansas City if if we were just saturated, just thoroughly soaked. That's where you get saturate because it's thoroughly soaked. Yep. What do we want to what do we want to thoroughly soak the city with? Well, the word of God, because everything is the word of God. Um, missional prayer. How can we pray for our city? Um, and then also the gospel of Jesus, which is really just living out, being the hands and feet of Jesus and living that out where we live. And so um, we thought, you know, if we could do that in our city, it would not just impact our city, but it would impact beyond our city. It could impact our world. And we believe that as we all work together, we could see this, this great impact for the citywide body of Christ. And so um, Saturate KC, I'll just tell you, it's built on three pillars, okay? We talked about Bible yeah. engagement, missional prayer, and the gospel of Jesus. And uh, there's a verse in Jeremiah 29 that I, I that really kind of gives me a picture of this. And it talks about, it's where, it's where Jesus, God talks about, you know, we build houses and live in them and, you know, plant gardens, but, but seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on his behalf for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. And so once again, that's what we want to do. We want to saturate our city, pray for our city. We want to make a difference for Jesus in our city. So that's a little bit about what the sinning project does. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely. And uh, so we kind of have a plan for this. So we have our, this dream we have for the city and our dream is that we would have a million people in Kansas city engaging in the word of God and not just in not just reading it but like letting it transform their lives right we want it to trans transformation is what we're looking for just living out that message and then um, we have an, another goal of 10,000 people uh, strategically praying for our city so like that's part of our networking how can we find out who's praying all over the city how can we come together and pray for our city and then when it comes to saturate KC um, and and the net the networks, that goal is to have ten thousand followers of Jesus that are living on mission, just like it talks about in Jeremiah twenty nine. And what does this yep. include? It's, it's health professionals, counselors, educators, pastors, ministry leaders, those who work in the marketplace, organizations who help others in need, um, musicians. All these people all around our city who are, you know, they're coming to church on Sunday and then they're getting out there in the world and they're living out their missional calling where they live and where they work and where they play. And so as we started to think about this, that's how these networks began to develop. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and so yeah, I've, I've personally benefited from some of this, being involved in several of these networks, and then the, uh, especially the KC Educators Missional Network, and just that the collaboration that happens, the ability to connect with other teachers within within Kansas City, see what other folks are uh, are doing as as they're teaching and training the next generation, bringing them up to follow the Lord and disciple them, whether that's in a uh, a home setting or a private setting or a public setting. It's just you know it's fantastic to be to be able to connect with other individuals and. Just know what else is going on, what what else the Lord is doing in in our particular city. So um, so Karen, you mentioned uh, within or within each one of these networks is is this word missional. Um, could you define for me a little bit more what because it's it's a little iffy sometimes what mm -hmm. uh, what you guys mean by that word missional? Well, Missional, it means we are living on mission, and the mission is to spread the gospel of Jesus, okay? To spread the gospel of Jesus. And so, you know, when I think about mission, like I grew up, you know, missionaries, you know, we love missionaries. And I, I think about, you know, I always thought, oh, there's those missionaries, you know, overseas. Well, truthfully, we can be missionaries right where we are, right here. And so when I think about missional, it's like being on purpose, being intentional, having the goal of spreading the gospel of Jesus based on God's word, wherever we are in whatever setting that we're in. Mm -hmm. And so you have... Uh, you know, you you mentioned the the one there, the uh, the creative network, uh, yeah. uh, creative missional network or whatever. And that one's um, I don't know, maybe describe what that one is a little bit more. I know some of our listeners may be like creative. What are you, what are you talking yeah. about? Creative. Uh, okay. And so how how does that like how does the how do the creatives live out <laughs> that aspect of being missional? Okay. Well, uh, so we, this is called, it's called the KC Creativity and Faith Missional Network. Okay. And um, what happens is we bring all these people who are, um, it, I mean, they're artists. Okay. So let me just say, like, when we had our first meeting, um, we actually had um, someone come and he's a, he's an artist, he's a cartoonist, and he's someone who, what he does is he um, helps to develop some of our curriculum that we use in our Sunday school classes. Okay. So like that's living out his missional calling based on that. And of course we've got musicians, you know, you know, worship is so important to God, you know, just praising God. And so we've had, you know, there's music, there are musicians, you know, worship leaders at church and they come and they share and they encourage, we encourage, they encourage one another. Um, there's, you know, drama ministries out there, mm -hmm. drama ministries that, you know, go around and, and, um, you know, do different dramas for church. I mean, there's uh -huh. people who do puppet ministry. So just when you think about creatives, you can think about just about anything, right? <laughs> because yeah. And God is a creative God. So sometimes what I've learned is that sometimes people who are creative like that, those artists or those graphic designers or, you know, people who help to make things look nice on a stage, they're like, well, how's God using me? Well, he's using sure. them in order to reach people. Um, so that's through a different you know, through a means that we might we might not always 
be familiar with, you know, everybody. So everybody recognizes the pastor or the teacher or, you know, the missionary, the discipler, the church planter, those kind of things. And yet, for example, here at Calvary, we have a theater program. And so how can, you know, how can theater individuals leverage their talents for proclaiming the gospel? And it's just, uh, it's a, it's a further highlight, you know, even in missions today, we talk about the fact that missions uh, is not tied into a particular vocation. You know, so you can be an English teacher on the mission field. You can be a businessman on the mission field. There's even there's even traveling theater companies out there that will travel around Europe giving shows and and sharing the gospel with folks. And just how incredible it is to leverage something like that right here within Kansas City. So Mm -hmm. now I know one of the networks that's near and dear to your heart is Mm -hmm. the Women Leaders Missional Network. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that one. Okay. Well, it's probably near and dear to my heart because it's one of the ones I was able to start, um, Mm -hmm. you know, at the very beginning. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a great time where you know, there are so many, of course, women are leading in all kinds of areas, okay? And so, you know, there's women working in uh, in church ministries, you know, helping with children, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, and then there's women who are, they've started ministries outside the church, you know, other ministries that are going on. And so the idea with the networking, and I'll just kind of, can I, I'll, I'll just kind of tell you like what a meeting looks like, okay? Because we have this template and um, we, you know, we come together, We usually try to have a meal now through COVID and all this. We've not been able to do that. We've done a lot of Zoom calls, but um, we come together and we have a meal and we always have like one or two presenters, we call them. Okay. So it might be, you know, like, like there's a great lady um, out in Kansas. Um, Her name is is Carolyn Cofield and she is a she is a prayer warrior like she started this prayer group for women daughters of the dawn it happens like at six in the morning and it's just like hundreds of women come together to pray and so she can she would be a presenter and came in and you know the presenters share what they're doing That's in awesome. their God-given calling that God has given to them And then um, after that, we have what we call a networking time. So that's where everybody gets to stand up and you tell who you are, what ministry you're with. And um, the hope is, and that's where the connecting comes in. That's where the, uh, uh, because that's such a big part of what we do. So you have a, you have a, la- a a woman stand up over here and, um, you know, she hears about a lady over here and she thinks, oh, I'm interested in that ministry. And so they come together and they network. And um, that's kind of the, the format we do every single meeting. And the, and the goal is networking is just the highest priority for us because I told you at the beginning, awareness, community and collaboration. Yeah. So awareness how do we become aware? I didn't know there were so many different ministries out in Kansas City. And so you become aware when yeah. I meet that person, when I meet that person at a networking event, we build community, right? It's like yep. I get to know them, they get to know me. And then whenever I'm thinking, oh man, I could use some help with this, or I wonder if somebody could, you know, give me some advice, there's that collaboration. So yes. that's like the whole, the, the full circle of, of what Saturate Casey is really all about. Yes. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons that I really, I really love what you guys are doing is it's, um, well, so short, short story from my side is, you know, I, 
Um, well, I didn't grow up in Kansas City, but I lived in Kansas City for oh, five, seven years, so something like that, when um, Avant Ministries kind of gave me a, a little bit of an assignment to go to the northeast area of Kansas City and do an ethnography of that area. And that is an area of the city which is just saturated with different people groups from all over the world. Uh, and But I had no idea. And I'm sure many people probably still listening have no idea the, you know, the, the folks who are living in that area of the city. And just when you become aware of what's going on in the city, of other ministries that are happening, the connections that can be made, being able to partner with folks that are also already doing things like, you know, we've had some folks on our show, on, uh, on Calvary Conversations already about uh, who are doing ministry to immigrants and refugees and just, you know, if you don't know that's going on, then you don't know how to plug into that kind of ministry. And so awareness is, you know, that networking aspect is just incredible. So, so Karen, what are, you know, I know we've, we've talked about this a little bit personally, but what are some of the interesting stories that have come out of just this networking and, you know, connecting individuals around different ministries and, you know, as you said, getting the name of Jesus out there? Yes. Um, well, um, one of my, one of my favorite stories is um, I actually, at one of the women leaders events, there was a lady who came and I met her and she actually, um, her profession is in financing, okay? So she invited me to this little, to, to this meeting that she was gonna do a presentation. So, I mean, you know, we were kind of, you know, getting to know one another and I thought, okay, I'm gonna go. So I meet this lady and um, I, I go to this event and I meet this lady named Beth. Well, Beth, introduces me to someone else. And so I'm in this group of like five or six people. And then one of the people say to me, they say, or they say to the group, they say, you know, I just really like, I just really have this burden to get Bibles out, like to get Bibles out to young people. Sure. And she said, I don't know what it is. I just, I really feel like I need to, you know, God's wanting me to do this, but I don't know how to do that. Well, the sending project through American Bible Society, yes. we received 10,000 youth New Testaments. It was a grant that was given and they said, we just want youth to have this Bible. Mm -hmm. And so I said to her, I said, well, you know, I know where you can get some Bibles for free. It's downtown on, you know, this warehouse on Front Street. So she was able to go downtown. She T tells a great story about how she was so nervous, you know, she drove her car, you know, to where she was going to load up and it was a brand new car. So she thought, oh, I don't want to mess up my brand new car. But by the time she left her Bible, her car was the trunk was full of Bibles. The yeah. back seat was full of Bibles. And she began to let her network know, I've got these Bibles. Yeah. Well, you know, there's several places like in Kansas City, Kansas, there's a Latino community and, you know, several Spanish speaking places who are looking for English Bibles. And so, so long story short, like I think probably 2000 Bibles she has given out to people who've given them out, you know, just in various settings, you know, some of them, of course, are at church, but really they're, you know, it's outreaching, it's passing God's word out throughout our city. Well, then she met another guy who was like, I've got this cousin who lives down in Honduras. And when, uh, when the hurricanes came, and I didn't think about this, the, the Bibles were ruined. 
Like, you know, they got wet or they tore apart. And so he says, we need Bibles. So she came to me. We, we, we knew a contact who could get some Spanish speaking Bibles. And just last week, 5,000 Spanish speaking Bibles were delivered to that mission in Honduras. Awesome. Anyway, I can go on and on. Well, go on. We have time. (laughs) We have time. I'll go on. And and another one um, is, you know, with the women leaders. So we had our networking time, like I told you about earlier. So this one lady stood up and she said, you know, I have just recently, I, I, you know, I, she had a, a rough background. She had been in prison and she, when she would get out, she would have a hard time just transitioning back into real life without falling back. And so when she finally got out, she said, I want to start a ministry that's going to help women, women transition out. And so it's called Anchor Her Ministries. And so Amy talked a little bit about that, about what her ministry does. And and so then then we go around the circle of networking. Well, then there's another lady and she stands up and her name is Michelle. Well, she has a podcast called Altered Stories. And her podcast is for women whose lives were turned around by Jesus. Yeah. And she was just getting started. So she's looking for guests on her podcast. Uh-huh. So Amy and Michelle get together. Amy goes on this podcast. Someone hears this podcast and they have a heart for Amy's ministry. So they give Amy this grant to get her ministry started. And her awesome. ministry is now two or three years old. And just through some of these connections that she's been able to make because we network so much, Mm-hmm. She's been able to get a couple more grants and she's got these little groups of um, like kind of support recovery groups of women that are meeting all around the city. She's got leaders who are leading that. So, and the stories could just, you know, like I said, they could just go on and on. There are so many great networking stories. And I have another I, cool network that I really like that, that I might mention yeah. too. Okay. Well, I like them all. We have 15, but, um, but, but there's one, it's kind of one of our very first ones and it's called the KC prayer bus. Missional yes, yes. <clears throat> so um, we had um, we had the availability of using a church bus. And what happens on this bus is at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, people come and we get on this bus and we travel around to three different churches around the Kansas City area. Yep. Ahead of time, uh, Clint Hall, who's our director of church relations, Clint actually, you know, calls these pastors and says, hey, we want to bring a bus of people and we want to pray for your church. And so on. So we go to these churches all over the city and we meet the pastor there, some of the staff, they give us their prayer requests. We pray. And that's what we do. We just pray for their church. And then we move on to the next one. And so it goes from nine to 12. Now, COVID, of course, we do it virtually now. Um, okay. But, um, you know, just the so there's the networking, first of all, of just being able to go out and see all these different churches. And I'll tell you what, I love missions. Yeah. Been on so many mission trips. I feel like it's a mini mission trip. You know, we go up to, you know, an Argentine Mennonite church in Kansas City, Kansas. And then we're yeah. out of open range fellowship, you know, way out. It's by amazing. Lone Texas. Yeah, it's amazing. Again, the awareness aspect, how many just how many different international churches are in Kansas City and different kinds of churches. So, yeah, you mentioned Open Range, which is kind of the cowboy church. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just one of those things that, you know, until you're until you're doing some of these activities or, you know, involved in a network, you just mm-hmm. don't have a grasp of the totality of what the Lord is right. doing in Kansas City. And yeah. it's a lot of it is really amazing. 
Yeah. And, well, and, and another aspect of our networking is while we're on the bus, of course, driving to these places, you have uh-huh. people from all different kinds of churches. And so we go around the bus and everybody, you know, kind of shares where they're from and what church they're from. And so it's um, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, um, well, I know we're, we got about four minutes left, I, but I know that um, the Sending Project has some events coming up that you guys are really excited about. And so, you know, maybe make, make those aware of our, to our listeners here so that they can just kind of have it in mind. Maybe they want to check you all out and get involved. All right. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. Uh, so um, we have on September 27th coming up, um, it's, um, we've never done this before. It's a, it's a virtual experience. Virtual fundraiser is what it is. And our theme is making waves. Okay. So mm-hmm. we want to, we want to ride those waves with God as he moves around our city. And um, so waves of connection, you know, waves of Bible impact, that's kind of the theme of this. And so you can register for that. You can go to thesendingproject.org. That's our website. You can register for that event. We'd love to have you come. It's like I said, we're going to be sharing stories um, just about how God's moving in the city. And then um, November 8th and November 15th, we, we have every year we have these annual um, banquets. This year we're having a gala. It's not a banquet. It's a gala. It's going to oh, okay. hopefully be in person. Um, we're going to have desserts. And what happens there is we we say it's like a, a missional reunion, like a citywide body of Christ missional reunion. Ministries come in. They can set up their display tables there. Um, it's just this great time when you know all this networking that's been happening all year long, all the people come together and we celebrate what God is doing. And so we're going to be doing that on November 8th and 15th. And again, that's, you, you can go to our website for more information on that. Yeah. And that's the sendingproject.org. I have, I have discovered that the, the is very important. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so yes, as I tried to, as I've tried to email you before and left the, the oh. <laughs> this is not working. Uh, why is this not working? So, um, so folks, you can, you know, yeah, as you're listening, if some of these things is, are, are interesting to you, we, we didn't want to necessarily be a commercial today, but the, the reality is there's so much that, that God is doing in our city and the Sending Project is definitely one way to get connected to a lot of different ministries and churches that are going on and just, you know, again, oh, be aware of of some of the things that the lord is doing so um well karen thank you for for being with us today i really appreciate it and i hope that uh some of our listeners will go in and check some of these out so thank you josh thank you so much thank you for joining us for this edition of calvary conversations a service of calvary university in kansas city missouri We invite you to participate in the conversation by contacting us through the Calvary University website, calvary.edu, or by calling us at 816-322-0110. Join us again next week for another Calvary Conversation.